I'm Jason McClellan. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you casually follow space news like I do, you may have noticed a few recent stories about a mysterious hole on Mars that might be home to extraterrestrial life. This is an old photo that was taken back in 2011. I remember writing stories about it back when it was first released. It's generating headlines again because NASA posted the photo on March 1st as its astronomy picture of the day. Astrobiology is definitely an interest of mine, and I've long been a proponent of the idea that below the surface of alien worlds is likely where we'll find extraterrestrial life. So when I saw the recent stories making the rounds, along with that cool hole photo, I couldn't resist the opportunity to talk about the possibility of life on Mars. Many people associate the terms alien and extraterrestrial with the planet Mars. Pop culture is likely responsible for this association, as many works of fiction from the late 19th and early 20th centuries popularized the notion of life on Mars. Indeed, the terms alien and Martian are now frequently used interchangeably. But what inspired science fiction writers to assume the feasibility of life on the Red Planet above any other planet in the solar system? Although many mainstream scientists hold the opinion that the planet is void of life, some astronomers and other researchers have suggested that there is evidence of life on Mars. So, is there life on Mars? The 1898 science fiction novel The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells provides one of the earliest mentions of intelligent life on Mars. The novel presents a story of a Martian invasion of Earth. The War of the Worlds influenced pop culture's view of Mars and extraterrestrial life, and it also influenced scientists. Robert Hutchings Goddard, considered by NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory as one of the fathers of rocketry and astronautics, credited the novel with igniting his interest in space and spurring him to create a rocket quote, that might reach the moon or even Mars, end quote. In turn, it was science that influenced the novel. Wells himself was a science teacher whose first published book was a biology textbook. He also contributed to and served as a reviewer of the well-regarded scientific journal Nature. In fact, to begin The World of Worlds, Wells used an observation of light on Mars described in an article published in Nature. Wells simply transformed the lights into launching Martian spacecrafts. French astronomer Nicolas Camille Flammarion authored the article in Nature that provided the beginning to Wells' book. Flammarion himself, along with other astronomers of the late 1800s, supported the notion of life on Mars. Author and space historian Amy Shira Title has pointed out that the similarities between Earth and Mars were too striking for early astronomers to ignore. 
She's explained that both planets are similar in size, both have similar daily rotations, and both planets share similar surface characteristics. Astronomers William Wewell, Sir David Brewster, and Richard Anthony Proctor are but a handful of the early astronomers who believed Mars was likely harboring life. Another notable astronomer, Percival Lowell, for whom the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona is named, believed that life existed on Mars. Lowell, whose works led to the discovery of Pluto, became enamored with Mars in 1894 after reading one of Flammarion's books. Drawings of what appeared to be natural channels on Mars by Italian astronomer Giovanni Schiaparelli also piqued Lowell's interest. Lowell interpreted these channels to be artificial canals manufactured by intelligent Martians. He surmised that Martians built these canals to spread water from the poles to the rest of the planet in an effort to save a dying planet. His theories drew sharp criticism from his peers. And as more powerful telescopes were developed, it became mainstream science's position that no such canals exist on Mars. Lowell also believed that vegetation grows on Mars, and he detailed his observations in his book, Mars and Its Canals. Lowell's controversial theories regarding life on Mars were also reportedly influences on Wells' The War of the Worlds and early 20th century pop culture views regarding life on Mars. Both professional and amateur astronomers have observed mysterious objects on the Martian surface. Although Lowell's belief of Martian-manufactured water transport canals seem like a stretch to many scientists, other objects on the Martian surface have met with equal or perhaps even greater skepticism. NASA's Viking program in the 1970s sent a pair of probes to Mars to study the planet from both the surface and from orbit. The Viking landers extensively photographed the planet's surface, and this program provided much of the current available information about Mars. An odd surface feature was photographed by Viking 1 on July 25, 1976, in the Cydonia region of the planet, which later became known as the Face on Mars. As its name implies, this large object, approximately one mile across, resembles a human face. NASA scientists accepted the theory that this face resulted from shadows and light creating an optical illusion. But others refused to accept this explanation, especially after a second image showed the face when the sun was at a different angle from where it was when the first photo was taken. A notable challenger of NASA's opinion is Richard C. Hoagland, who was a journalist covering the Viking mission at the time of the discovery. In his book, The Monuments of Mars, A City on the Edge of Forever, Hoagland asserts the face on Mars is an artificial structure, and he suggests that it, along with many other adjacent structures, make up a city. He and others feel this provides evidence that an ancient civilization may have once existed on Mars. While 20 years later, new images of the Cydonia region provided greater detail than the original images, leading the majority of researchers to conclude that the face on Mars is nothing more than an optical illusion, as many had originally suspected. But Hoagland and others adhere to the belief that artificial structures exist on Mars and that NASA is potentially covering up information related to those structures. 
Well, in 1984, a Martian meteorite was discovered in Antarctica that sparked significant controversy regarding life on Mars. On August 6, 1996, scientist David McKay of NASA's Johnson Space Center published an article in Science Magazine claiming that the Allen Hills 84001 Martian meteorite, commonly referred to as ALH 84001, contained possible evidence of life on Mars. The mixture of polysilitic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs, found within fractures in the meteorite is very different from what is found in other meteorites. When microorganisms die, they break down into PAHs. So some scientists believe the different mixture of PAHs in ALH 84001 suggests the possibility of a biological origin. Another piece of evidence within this meteorite suggesting Martian life is the presence of, as NASA describes it, tiny ovoids that may be microfossils of tiny bacteria. NASA explains, quote, the findings are thought to be strong evidence pointing to primitive bacterial life on Mars, end quote. Not all scientists agree on the interpretation of this evidence, however, and some have suggested that any biologic evidence found on the meteorite is simply the result of earthly contamination. Therefore, the ALH84001 meteorite remains highly controversial. More recently, a team of scientists from the School of Mathematics at Cardiff University and the Buckingham Center for Astrobiology at the University of Buckingham studied another Martian meteorite and published a paper announcing that this meteorite indicates the possibility of life on Mars. This meteorite crashed in the Moroccan desert on June 18, 2011, approximately 30 miles south of the village Tissant. The meteorite, named after this village, contains spherical globules rich in carbon and oxygen. And although some skeptics may suggest contamination occurred on Earth, the scientific team is confident that, because of its surrounding thick crust, the meteorite's interior material is, quote, pristine and uncontaminated, end quote. According to James Wallace, who was a PhD student at the time and one of the scientists from the team, quote, all the indications are that structures such as we have found are evidence of life on Mars, end quote. In April 2012, another team of scientists published a study concluding that NASA itself had found life on Mars. The team analyzed data collected by NASA's Mars Viking robots in 1976, concluding that samples were originally incorrectly identified by scientists as geologic samples rather than biologic samples. This new interpretation of decades-old data is certainly not without its critics. Some scientists contend that the method used by this research team to differentiate between biological and non-biological samples has yet to be proven. Regardless, neuropharmacologist and biologist Joseph Miller from the University of Southern California Keck School of Medicine, a member of the research team, told Discovery News, quote, on the basis of what we've done so far, I'd say I'm 99% sure there's life there, end quote. When we talk about astrobiology and looking for life on other worlds, we, of course, are looking for life as we know it because that's all we have to go on. We only know life as we know it, the type of life we see here on Earth. And something that is required for life as we know it is water. 
and many geologic features such as canyons, channels, and riverbeds are evidence that there was flowing water on Mars in the past. In fact, missions by NASA and the ESA have found water ice. A newer study led researchers to conclude that there is an extensive amount of water in the interior of Mars. This study, led by University of New Mexico scientist Francis McCubbin, analyzed Martian meteorites that originated from Mars's mantle. The research suggests that the volume of water within the Martian mantle is similar to the volume of water in Earth's upper mantle. According to Fizz.org, quote, the Martian mantle source from which the rocks were derived contained between 70 and 300 parts per million water, end quote, where Earth's upper mantle, quote, contains approximately 50 to 300 parts per million water, end quote. This research also suggests, quote, volcanoes may have been the primary vehicle for getting water to the surface, end quote. There are certainly plenty of studies showing that ancient Mars could have been home to aliens. And some scientists even believe the evidence indicates that conditions may be suitable for present-day alien life on Mars. So, that raises the question, where the hell are all the Martians? The NASA Astrobiology Institute and the UK Center for Astrobiology co-hosted a conference titled The Present-Day Habitability of Mars back in 2013 at the University of California, Los Angeles. At the conference, Alfred McEwen of the University of Arizona and principal investigator for the high-rise camera aboard NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter stated, quote, We certainly can't rule out the possibility that it's habitable today, end quote. Findings based on evidence collected by NASA's Phoenix Lander and Curiosity rover indicate that a potential energy source found on Mars, perchlorate, a chlorine-containing chemical, is widespread across the planet. Now pair that with substantial water, and you've got elements for life to flourish on Mars. But according to the various countries currently exploring the red planet with rovers and orbiters, no Martians have been detected. Scientists say the ingredients for life are there. So the aliens must be hiding? And Mars has awesome hiding places. NASA's Mariner 9 Space Orbiter photographed small volcanic structures on Mars in 1972 that were identified as lava flow channels, rift zones, and partially collapsed lava tubes. The European Space Agency's Mars Express spacecraft took photos in 2012 that reveal rows of pit chains lining the sides of volcanoes in the planet's Tharsis region. Scientists believe these pit chains were likely caused by ancient volcanic activity. The ESA explains, quote, Lava streaming from a volcano solidifies on the surface, leaving a molten tube of lava running below. Once volcanic activity ceases, the tube empties, leaving behind a subterranean cavity, end quote. Similar lava tubes were discovered in 2011 on the moon by NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, like the one shown in the photo recently showcased by NASA that's prompting the current news stories. Scientists believe tubes like these could provide a safe environment for life. Space journalist Jason Major has explained, quote, even though the surface of Mars can receive 250 times the radiation levels found on Earth, the layers of soil and rock surrounding the tubes can provide adequate protection for life, whether it be ancient Martian microbes or future explorers from Earth, end quote. Or Martians, am I right? 
Information from NASA's Gravity Recovery and Interior Laboratory mission, or GRAIL for short, suggests that lava tubes on the moon might have diameters in excess of half a mile. So, theoretically, they could support subterranean cities. Of course, researchers see these tubes as potential locations to house humans for future long-term exploration missions on Mars and on the moon. But they're the perfect location to house aliens. But we won't know until we explore these hidden habitats. No one has explored these tubes on the moon or Mars. In lieu of human exploration, penetrating these holes with robots would at least give us a peek into these mysterious caves. Fortunately, NASA is currently formulating plans for planetary cave exploration. I'm betting that there is some form of life in these tubes, both on the moon and on Mars. But until a manned or robotic mission probes them, we're left frustrated, waiting to find out what's waiting in these mysterious holes. Whether it's intelligent life or simply microbial life, I'm betting that yes, there is life on Mars. But that's just my opinion. We'll have to wait and see. Well, citizens, that's going to do it for this episode. You can find more episodes of Unknown on all the major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you're notified when we publish new episodes. And leave a positive review for the show, if you feel so inclined. You can always find the show at RoguePlanet.tv because Unknown is a Rogue Planet production. RoguePlanet.tv is your home for all the strange. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. I'm Jason McClellan. Do us a favor, friends. Always treat the UFO subject with the cautious and responsible skepticism it deserves. Question everything. Have the courage to form your own opinions. Keep truth as the focus of your quest, even if the truth conflicts with your opinions. And, of course, stay strange. Stay strange.